I have a job that I must do, and you knew that when you uh, got into like this I relationship said, with me. Like I said last time, yeah, this is not a job either, I guess. Whatever, it's fine. I have to go and show people, and it's a non-9-to-5. I have to work around other people's 9 to five. Hey, pause this real quick. Ugh. I'd like to propose a toast. <laughs> Welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where Chelsea and Emily wine and talk about musicals. Welcome. Wine is a double one time drop. Okay, we're back. Okay, can we pause again? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, what are we doing today? Um, What are we doing today? Aren't you covering a show? Welcome. Um, hey, we didn't it, say it should have been you. It should have been. Welcome to Wines and Dolls. You didn't. I get forgot my, to intro us. But you also just completely stepped on my joke. I did. You're like you're supposed to intro a show, and I said it should have been you. Should have been you. Which is the name of the show? That's the one we're covering. But our show that you're on right now is Wines and Dolls. Hi, welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where we wine and talk about musicals. Yeah, but mostly wine. Yeah. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. What are you drinking? I was about to ask you the same question. It is La Garin, which I'm pretty sure is a $5 bottle of wine from Trader Joe's. Yeah. It's a red blend made in France, okay. and it's a pretty okay. bottle. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's $10 at H-E-B, so. At me, the Heeb? I'm letting it breathe because it's extremely acidic. So there's like a little bit in my cup, and I'm just swirling it for you two, you two people. Hello. You're going to have major indigestion later with that. With my swirly? No, no, no. Heartburn from that red wine. No, I don't think so. There's only like a sip in here right now. That's why I'm not having red wine right Mm, now. I'm not as old as you. I don't have that problem yet. I just woke up like a month ago and started having indigestion. I'm like, (laughs) God damn it. Here we go. Oh, I thought you were about to say, I just woke up a month ago and... (laughs) <laughs> Period. No, no, now I'm now I'm old and I have indigestion. That's really funny. Hey, Charles. Hey, Emily. What are you drinking? Um, this, we we're smooge. not. It's called smooge. She found it in the back of my fridge. I did. We're not sponsored by them, but it's a strawberry banana hard seltzer smoothie. It tastes like a strawberry banana smoothie it's, without like the thickness of it. Or no, the there's thickness. There's thickness to it. Oh, it doesn't have like the consistency though of like an actual smoothie. No, it's of, not like, like pureed fruit. It tastes like pureed fruit, it and it does like have fruit. a thickness to it, but it's not like a real smoothie, but it tastes like a smoothie. I'm okay with it. Also, I think it's a given that we are not sponsored by anyone except for Anchor. Yeah, if Thanks, you'd like Anchor. to sponsor us, come on over. Yeah. Hey, Chels. Hey, Emily. What are you whining about? That's not fair. I asked oh. you first. Oh, were you mad? It's like calling shotgun in the car. Mm. Mm. What are you whining about? I'm sparkling wine. So I've been. Oh, that's (laughs) never happened. I have sparkling (laughs) wines all the time. But not like after. Okay, go ahead. This episode is the week that I'm getting married. Oh, sorry to shit on your sparkling wine. (laughs) Thanks, Emily. Yeah, no, no. Like, seriously, like, I'm really excited. So we're recording this two weeks in the past, 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 past. But um, yeah, I, I get married this week. So I'm really excited. Also, um, I was able to check into my cruise, which Yay. is happening over Thanksgiving week. Um, I'm still waiting on what room we get, but I know what floor we're on. Oh, that's nice. We're on the 10th floor. Oh, that's nice. I'm excited. So it's either a junior suite or a grand suite because I was able to bid up. 
So we'll see if they accept my royal bid up. Your royal bid up? Because we're traveling on Royal Caribbean. So royal bid up. It's called a royal bid up. Royal bid up. Yeah. Royal bid up. For like 130 <sighs> per person, you could like bid for a sweet ass room. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I could have spent more and tried to get like the owner's suite, but I didn't want to spend that much money. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyway. will you actually get, or is it like you just spent $260 to maybe no, get No, you something? don't spend it unless you actually get it. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Okay. You I bid, see. but you may not get the room. Okay. Yeah, but if they accept your bid, then you spend the money and you get a better room. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so we'll see. Cross your fingers. Interesting. Yes, yes. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. What are you whining about? <sighs> I have some cruise news, too. Cruise news. Cruise news. Um, or I feel like if it wouldn't be like, it would be like, (laughs) yeah, there you go. Um, well, my voice is like gone as you can hear, but that's not my wine. Um, I got noticed last night that the cruise I was supposed to go on in, well, this month and now then was moved to February has just been canceled. What? And I already paid for the whole full proof. Full cruise. So you take another cruise. Well, I don't want to go on a cruise on Carnival if there's not the event that I was going for or the people I was going with. Can you get your money back? Yes, that's what I'm working on. But I was just texting. It was supposed to be the Big Brother cruise. Yeah. And it got canceled. And so I texted Sarah Bath and I was like, uh, I was, I mean, I actually, I just checked the text and I was like, do you want to still go? And then you can just be added to my room. But um, I think it's I think it's just not going to go. Yeah. So I'm like the the travel agent I will say has been fabulous. Uh, I think it's like gotta travel now. Um, maybe she'll sponsor us. Um, but huh. she's been she's been great. She's been awesome. So uh, she's figuring out a way for me to get my money back. Yeah, I know. Like with it's really like they will nickel and fucking dime you on cruise ships. Um, but like with Royal Caribbean, after our first cruise was canceled, uh, 2020 and yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Remember? I think it was like July of 2020 and we booked it back in March and we're like, oh yeah, this little COVID thing, it's going to be over by then. Once that first time canceled, I was like, oh, okay, so we have a credit. We'll just go another time. And then it just kept getting canceled and canceled. Apparently there was like an end date that I misread. Oh, um, I misread that you could get your money back. Um, so then it just went into a credit and I was like, can I get my money back now? And she's like, nah. Oh, that was what you used as a credit though. Cause you, I remember when you bought those tickets though, and they were really cheap. Super That's cheap. That's why you bought them. Yeah. We were going to go on the symphony of the seas. And it was like 200 bucks a person. No, nah, I mean, it was like more that. than that. It was, it was like, it was low though. A thousand dollars for a, a total a thousand dollars for the symphony of the seas which is one of the largest it is the largest ships ship in the fleet um going out of florida and uh we were gonna have like a balcony room on the symphony and so i remember the day that i talked to the uh the woman about not being able to get my money back and it was way before james and i were engaged i was like that's okay let's keep it as a credit i think i'm gonna book this for later and, and maybe it'll be my honeymoon at that point and I was just joking. She's like, oh, my God, that's so great. Maybe it will be your honeymoon. I'm like, ha yeah. She better put that as a note on your booking. It is. It's, it's been noted. It's also. No, like, I meant like from that conversation. Oh, from the. Co- I'm sure. I'm sure it is. But like it, it is noted that it's our, or our honeymoon and it's James's birthday and it's Thanksgiving. So hopefully we get some free champagne. 
and strawberries. <laughs> just just one. Just one free champagne. I want multiple free champagne. Oh, I just please. Don't like. <laughs> hey Chelsea. Hey Emily. What are we talking about today? Um I I feel like it should have been me. But Close. really it should have been you. I feel like if this was like the grammar app that I keep getting notifications for, yeah. it would have just crossed all that out. Yeah, and I know. the joke would have landed if you just had said it should have been you. <laughs> so we're covering Emily. I should say Emily is covering the show. It should have been you. Because Emily keeps picking these shows that I have never heard of before. So every time I send uh, the show names of what you're doing to Christy for our artwork, she's like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, I don't know. Sorry, I know things about musicals. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. And Chelsea just knows opera. I know musicals. I know the musicals that people want to see. But well, make me. We're not seeing things. We're hearing about make them. Make me want to watch this show. Ex- oh, yeah. I'm just a constant ad. That's what I am. Yes, you are. Okay. It should have been you. No, it should have been you. No, it should have been you. Okay, so what's great about this show is that uh, (laughs) there is literally no way to watch it illegally that I could find. It is a 90-minute show that has no intermission, and maybe that's why it never made it onto YouTube for me to watch illegally. (laughs) I found clips. That's where we're coming from. So we are going to be doing a dramatic reading of um, our favorite. From the Wikipedia. Yes, it's fine. But what I did find based off of the clips and what I could find online, the set is a beautiful grand foyer. Um, that is at the St. George, which is where this takes place, the St. George Hotel. So there's stairs, there's balconies, there's this circular couch that they use. It just kind of moves around the, <laughs> around the floor, I swear to God, to, like, to uh, notate different rooms. And the whole stage is kind of this beige and gold. Just imagine like a grand hotel foyer okay. that is very plain. Um, like there's a little bit of red, but it's like those... the it makes it so the lighting's very easy. And the costumes are then very colorful. Okay. There's a lot of blue in this show. A lot of blue. Something blue, something borrowed, something, something. New. Something stolen. Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Something stolen. Something stolen. Yeah. Borrowed. That would be the borrowed. Oh. Stolen. Without permission. Without permission. Borrowed without permission. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it makes it less fun. Something kleptoed. Something kleptoed. Uh, <laughs> so, but what I did find on, on YouTube, though, when I was looking it up, was a bunch of, like, final bow proposals. Aww. So they just had, like, proposal after proposal after proposal on the stage. Um, because also this was playing when, um, when uh, same-sex marriage was passed. Okay. So that was... Five um, years ago? No, that was longer than that. I don't have the year, but I think it was 2000. 2000- 15. It was when I was moving in Houston. I remember when it happened. But um, so it was either 2015 or 2016. I, I think it was 2016. I, remember, I think it was 2015 because I remember a five in the year. Oh, well, and then so teen, I found a, or time. God, I looked it up and I was like, okay, I need to remember that. It's the um, IPA is T A big I N, time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tyne. Yeah. That's her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyne. I was T-Y-N-E. thinking back to my IPA days. I'm like... No, uh, I literally looked at it. I was like, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's Tyne. Yeah. Like the T, the I, or the A, and then the big I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, if I'm wrong again, I'm going to be pissed because yeah, I looked it up. The big the big I is an I. Or I. I. But what's... So it's... It's Tyne. 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 Yeah. Tyne. Um, okay. 
We're at the St. George Hotel, and it's the morning of Rebecca Steinberg and Brian Howard's wedding. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so um, last week we talked about Rebecca. Rebecca is being played by Sierra Borges, and then Brian Howard is being played by David Burka, who is um, married to Neil Patrick Harris, or Burtka. That's, <laughs> again, hard words. Um, Jenny, Rebecca's sister... She is played by Lisa, um, Lisa Howard. She is a like a larger woman, and she wears a lot. She's kind of the one who's wearing a lot of blue in this show. Um, she is on the stage talking about her nerves before the wedding, about how she's nervous about this wedding, and is it the right choice? And then it's revealed that it's not her wedding. It's how glad she is that she isn't the one who's having all these problems today as a bride. In the song, I Never Wanted This. On this day of celebration Where you barely slept a wink On this day of pure elation Where you sure could use a drink On this day of aggravation When you think I never wanted this The creamy silk and satin It's kind of funny because the show does open seemingly that like you think it's Jenny's wedding. Uh, and it's like a full minute into the show and then she's like, but it's not mine. Ha <laughs> um, so, Ju- so Judy, she's wearing, um, Judy is the mom of Rebecca. And she's wearing like a blue sweater and blue pants. Like she has a very blue outfit that with like a brooch. Think of Mother of the Bride, but mm-hmm. just very uh, Mrs. Darbus kind of Mother of the Bride. I'm not understanding your reference. High School Musical. Okay, that's why. Like I, drama teacher. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't watch that. Yeah. What? What? I was in college. You never watched High School Musical? No. I was past that. Okay, add that to the list. Ew. Yikes. Um, <laughs> you must watch The High Schoolers. Uh. <laughs> it's Drew Seeley sing for Zac Efron. Um, okay. And Murray. Murray is Rebecca and Jenny's... Wow. Rebecca and Jenny's uh, dad. And he's in this, like, brown suit. It's very plain. And... Um, Judy is this overbearing, talkative Jewish woman who hates the fact that this is all happening. And she's uh, barking commands at Jenny to make sure things are organized. What kind of wedding doesn't have a panini station? People will talk. Whatever. Wow, because it's the older sister's uh, responsibility to make sure the younger sister's wedding is going according to plan, of course. (sighs) Keep that in mind. Uh, While trying to keep things together, Jenny accidentally calls Rebecca's ex, Marty. And lets it slip that the wedding is taking place that day. And Marty actually thinks that thinks that is a sign that he is the one who needs to stop this wedding because he's been around their family their whole growing up life. And uh, Marty is like, I must go tell Rebecca that mm. I love her. And he goes to no, try and bad Marty. talk Rebecca out of getting married. So he's rushing to the hotel. Meanwhile, the bride and groom, Rebecca and um, Brian, I keep forgetting his name, um, much like one of the characters, uh, they are sharing their excitement, but also their fears in the song, This Day slash Opening. Worrying's okay, my baby's getting married on this day. I'm going to go check on your sister. Why don't you call Rebecca first? Give her a chance to run away. So what's funny is this is the opening song technically, but 
everything that just happened that we just learned about was happening in the song and I never wanted this. So now we're having an actual transition moment of just the bride and the groom talking. And things are actually going very well for this whole wedding, except for uh, some missteps, which are very comedic. It's like very show has gone wrong vibes. Um, So we have the visible uh, impact of the wedding on the groom's mother, Georgette, who doesn't want to lose her son to another woman. And oh my gosh, she says the most hilarious thing that I'll say later about that. And when things seem to kind of settle down, uh, because Georgette's like, I'm losing my son, and she's a little drunk, the best man, Greg, comes in and announces that Rebecca wants to stop the wedding. Oh. Ah! Oh, no. Jenny rushes to her side, though, and Rebecca says that there's a smudge on her dress, so it must be a sign. Oh, my God. They're all reading into signs. Stop it. But Annie, the co-maid of honor, tries to talk her along uh, with Brian and Greg until Brian insinuates that Annie has been too controlling over the wedding. <sighs> She's a bride. So we have, let's, let's take this back. We have Annie, who's the co-maid of honor, so she's not related to Rebecca. Okay, got it. And then we have Brian, who's the groom, and his best man, Greg. And so it's the four of them. Okay, got it. Okay, so when Brian tells Annie that she's been too controlling over the wedding, that triggers Annie, and she runs off with Greg, and Brian immediately rushes after her to apologize. So now they're gone. So... There's definitely a relationship of some sort between Greg and Annie. Mm -hmm. Mm. Jenny, once again, smooths over the situation, though. That's her job. By getting the stain out of the dress. Like, honestly, it feels like Jenny is just, she is the therapist of the wedding day. Oh, Jenny. And because of this, Rebecca uh, turns to Jenny and she's like, I've always admired you. And they sing a song called Perfect. A moment's peace would be a dream. We'll make it perfect. We're the perfect team. So pretty much the song is talking about how they admire each other, both seeing qualities in the other that they respect. And um, this set at this point has kind of turned, it's the same doors, the same balconies, but the couch has moved and there's like a mirror. It looks like a dressing room for the bride. And she is wearing, um, Rebecca is wearing this really cute, like, blue and yellow skater dress. You know, those kinds with the short sleeves. It's very proper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Jenny is wearing um, a longer dress that is definitely less form-fitting and like a sweater. It's kind of and like high-necked. It's kind of the... She looks way frumpier than Rebecca. But that's going to come along because the whole thing about Jenny in this show is that she is larger She's a larger woman Mm -hmm. that somehow becomes a theme, which I can relate to, but I just think it's fascinating. This show, I still believe was produced at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. I think it needed to be produced today. Well, let's drag it on out. (laughs) And put some drag queens in it. There you go. Okay. On the other side of the hotel, Marty has arrived. Oh, that's the ex-boyfriend. He's funny. He's wearing, he kind of, he's kind of dressed like, um, Oh my gosh, I forgot his name. Emmett from um, Legally, Legally Blonde. Blonde. Like just a oh. lot of corduroy. Okay. Um, and he's wearing, so he's wearing corduroy and like a brown suit jacket and then has like a sweater vest on. That's Argyle. 
Oh, that's cute. He's cute. And like, he's just, he's adorable. He's like, he's like this skinny tall guy. He's like, hi. Um, but he arrives and, it until, and instantly is spotted by Murray, who is the dad, who expresses his joy over seeing Marty. So Murray comes over <laughs> and admits that he wishes that Marty was the one marry Rebecca instead of Brian. Aww. And then Judy, played by uh, Tyne, Mm-hmm. And then the drunken Uncle Morty and the flirtatious Aunt Sheila all have this sentiment in the song, It Should Have Been You. It should have been you. Uh, no. And would have been you. If she'd only had the common sense to take my word that you were it. I told her he's always been around you. Might as well make him legit. Once you find a decent fit, you keep him on. It should have been you. Instead of this John Brian. He's got a tattoo. Do you have a tattoo, Marty? No. It should have been you. The song begins with Judy being like, How can you have the audacity for my daughter to break your heart and you not call me? Oh my god. <laughs> and at one point she goes, um She's like, Do you have a tattoo? And he goes, No, it should have been you. <laughs> and then she also keeps calling Brian John. Like he's he's she's getting married to this John Brian, Brian. <laughs> and Murray and Judy actually are like are like you know the bride has doubts they're like exploit that it should have been you oh my god it's I think this funny this song is so funny um, so it's just the four of them uh, teaming up on Marty who was already there to try and get Rebecca back and right. now he's being like supported by the bride's family. That's got to make uh, him feel good. I know. Sans Jenny. It's funny because he's all kind of like coy. He's like, oh, no. Like, uh-huh. And like, they're like, no, it should have been you. He's like, oh, stop it. <laughs> but that's exactly why he's there. Hmm. Anyways, when Jenny sees Marty, she tries to get him to leave. However, Marty appeals to her, their longtime friendship and all the times that he has been there for her. So he exploits that friendship with Jenny. Mm-hmm. And this is in the song, Who? It's you know, you know, you know, you know who. In the song, Jenny reminisces. That's my ghost tour voice coming out to play. I've been speaking a lot of words the last forty-eight hours. Jenny reminisces with him, and it reveals. Uh, it is revealed that they get along together quite a bit. And for some reason, Marty just stopped calling her one day and she never knew why. But they, they got together. They got together. They got together? They got together. Marty and Jenny? And then Marty stopped calling. Ooh. But he's in love with Rebecca. Okay, so it's like America's Sweethearts right now. Minus I like that you wedding. like. I think you double checked my notes to make sure I was saying it right. No, I'm <laughs> I'm reading along so I know when to take notes. Oh, because okay. this goes by fast, and oh. I don't want to fuck up. <laughs> okay, you're fine. It's just funny. Uh, okay, so Jenny reluctantly agrees to give uh, Marty a few moments with Rebecca. Meanwhile, Brian is having a few moments with George, his father. So let's review. Brian's father's name is George. His mom's name is Georgette. Brian's the Brian groom. is the groom. Got it. John, got it. We're yeah. not, we're not, we're just, we're just going over the whole Georgette thing. That's fine. Yeah. George and Georgette. Very waspy. Very waspy. 
I wonder if she changed her name to like female George uh, when they got married, and that's how waspy they are. No. Okay, so George says that now that Brian is getting married, he wants to try and have a closer relationship with him. And like something he and his own father never had in the song Back in the Day. A five, six, seven. Back in the day, a man knew where he stood. He wed a girl from his own neighborhood. She gave her word. You knew that word was good. But now a girl's priorities can shift. You get my drift, bop, so this is what I couldn't find a recording of, but what I did see a lot of in like the promo videos was tap dancing. Ooh. And I don't don't sue me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is the tap dance. He also gives Brian a prenuptial agreement and tells him to consider signing it before the wedding. Completely unaware that Marty is hiding behind the plant and has heard this whole conversation. So, if you don't know what a prenup is... I know what a prenup is. You know what a prenup is? Yeah. And I do think that everyone should have one. No. no matter how in love y'all are. Um, I mean, maybe... Maybe. Depends. A prenup is where you have an agreement that, like, pretty much it's the divorce agreement. Well, if you, it's what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours. Yeah. We keep things separate and if, we had, if you fuck me over and divorce me, then I get to keep my shit and you don't get it. In, um... What's that movie called? It's the one with Patrick Dempsey. Made of Honor. I know exactly. Yeah. Made of Honor. Uh, the they're like writing the prenup right as she's before getting to the, the wedding. wedding. Yeah. <laughs> like they're exchanging blowjobs for things. Yeah. Like as a part of the prenup agreement. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Prenup is short for prenuptial agreement. Prenuptial agreement. It's a that's a word in a song in a musical. And I can't remember what it is. It'll come to me later. That's why I love when people are like, congrats on your nuptials. And they're like, are they showing? (laughs) (laughs) It's like such a classic joke. Um, So stupid. Okay. So so George is trying to get Brian to sign a prenup. And Marty knows this, but they don't know that Marty is there. So the bridal party uh, gets their hair and makeup done. So they're all wearing these little red capes. And... um, there's a lot of tension between the conservative Christian Georgette and the very openly and loud Jewish Judy. Jewish Judy. Jewish Judy. <laughs> I know lots of Jewish Judies, which I, I think too. is very funny. I'm like, huh, huh. And the tension is making everything kind of run high. Um, but Rebecca and Jenny beg Judy to be polite in the song Nice. <laughs> I hate nice. Nice is wrong. It's pretending you're weak when you're strong cause you're walking on eggshells. God help me, Faye fear. I'm no good at faking sincere. To be nice. They go, you need to say nice things. And she goes, everything I say is out of love. And they go, well, it sounds angry. Love is sometimes angry. <laughs> So, um, the accompaniment of this kind of sounds like into the woods. I said last week, what was that word that means like, we said it in the wedding singer part one. Oh my gosh. What is that song? Or what is that word? The, you have to tell me what the definition is. I'm getting it to you right now. (laughs) The, I can't talk because my voice hurts. Um, it's where you take things prestige. No. It's where you take. Pastiche. Pastiche. There you go. I was like, cause I remember I was like, it sounds like prestige. That's weird. 
Pastiche. Pastiche. It's pastiche. It sounds like Into the Woods. I'm not good. I'm not bad. I'm just nice. Literally that part. Ah. It's like it's like the accompaniment of that. Okay. Um, so, which I think is interesting. And they all have like little curlers in their hair and just everything's red against the beige background. But after Georgette, assuming a cheerful tone, takes a few backhand jabs at her, Judy emulates her Demeter to hurl shots back at her, including pointing out Georgette's latest facelift. And that, my friends, is from Wikipedia. <laughs> I just liked how it was, like, written out. Okay, so Marty arrives and throws everything into disarray. So he's there because he has announced the plans of a prenup agreement. Why is at, Marty announcing the prenup agreement? Because he just heard that there was a prenup agreement, and then he runs into where everyone's getting their hair and makeup done. He's like, guess what? There's a prenup agreement. Dude, not your place. Not your place, but he's trying to make this wedding not happen anyway, so I guess this is a great way to start. And Rebecca's shocked if there's a prenup, and again, she's already kind of an emotional mess. Wait, Rebecca's shocked? Yeah. She Rebecca, who's the bride? The bride did not know about the pre- or I, She was shocked that Marty was saying it. Oh, she like she I don't has know to know about she, the prenup. Yeah. A prenup is for both of the parties to sign. But also she doesn't know that Marty's there yet. So she might have also been shocked that Marty was there. Ah. So she runs off. She's as I said, emotional day, so she she's been running off a lot. Olive decided that she wants to walk around now. That's fine. And so after he's like, There's a prenup agreement and Rebecca's like, Oh my god, and runs off for whatever reason, now everyone has to go find her again. And Jenny starts to panic that the wedding will be over before it has begun. She's like, everything needs to be perfect. And she is a, but she's reassured by Albert because guess what? There's a wedding planner that all will be well. So why Jenny's taking on all this stress, I don't understand. But in the song, Albert's Turn. I am a nuptial Houdini, conjuring in-laws and panini. I've tricks and fancies, sleights of hangalore. Divining like a crystal ball, predicting problems big and small. But that's because I've seen it all before. Rose's turn. Um, he shares stories of all the weddings he's been involved in, pointing out that nothing ever has, will shock him and he's prevented, uh, or like nothing has ever prevented the ceremony from, ceremony from taking place. So what he's saying is there will be a ceremony, including that the wedding day prenup agreement is not legally binding. So... And wait, who's Albert? Albert is the wedding planner. Oh, okay. That's what I was saying, is there's a wedding planner, but Jenny's the one who's stressed out. Got it. But there's a wedding planner. Anyways. That's fine. I have a coordinator, and I'm still stressed out. Okay, okay. But you're the bride. Jenny's yeah, the maid of honor. They're also not giving me a whole lot of information, okay. so anyway, got it. Okay, so Brian, the groom, tries to confide in Georgette, his mom, and tells her that he owes everything he has ever achieved in life to her. And Aww. as he leaves, Georgette sings the song, Where Did I Go Wrong? Where did I go wrong? This is not what I planned in the least. Didn't want him to belong to someone else till I was deceased. At 13, I bought him a Bible. Wanting a celibate priest. 
When he didn't, pray along. I sang a different song. So he literally is like, you helped me in life. I achieved everything. She goes, where did I go wrong? <laughs> um, so Georgia laments about losing her son. That's what the song is about. Mm-hmm. And she's like, You're lo- I'm losing him to another woman. And she oh says that she wishes he had just turned out gay or at least waited until after she died to find someone. Wow. So she's wearing this peachy salmon collared dress. It's like a button up. And she's, she's a little drunk. Like she has a drink in her hand during the song. She's very like Carolo, uh, Carolee Carmelo. Um, but my favorite line, which I was mentioning earlier, or I alluded to, she goes, how could he take on a wife? I'm the girl of his life. Ugh. And then she goes, did that sound too strong? Where did I go wrong? It's the end of the song. It's very strong. Yes. Yes. I'm yes. Strong. Very Oedipus-y. Very oedipus Can we say that? <laughs> <laughs> Just did. Oh my gosh. That's from Family Guy. I can't, we can't take credit for that joke. No. Did that sound a little strong? Meanwhile, everyone is still out searching for Rebecca. Um, they actually all think that she had just left, but Albert appears with Rebecca's Rebecca and she's dressed, made up and ready to walk down the aisle. So Judy and Mary are, um, admiring her, her parents and Judy tells Jenny to go get dressed. Oh my God. Jesus. Judy's, Judy's kind of a bitch. Yeah. But I think we've made that clear. So Judy goes to the bathroom or not Judy. Sorry. No, it is. As Judy goes to the bathroom, she compliments Rebecca on how stunning she looks before saying that she wishes Jenny had found someone. And Judy suggests that it would be easier for Jenny to find someone if she lost some weight. Ah. Rebecca, the skinny sister, retorts that that isn't fair, as Jenny has had a wonderful life and has done great things. And Jenny hears the conversation as she exits the bathroom. So she, so Judy didn't know that Jenny was in there to be fair, I guess. Um, and Jenny is embarrassed. Yeah. And so everyone is leaving and Jenny is finishing dressing. And, um, she, she begins to express her frustrations that even though she views herself as truly beautiful and valuable, she struggles to find people that view her the same in the song beautiful poor jenny sweet jenny such a pretty face but how you eat jenny i swear there's not a man you couldn't date if you lose some weight they think i'm sort of pretty kind of sexy almost easy on the eye sort of kind of Almost somewhat nearly. Why not beautiful? You're beautiful. So in this, people, she says that people find her sort of pretty, kind of sexy, and just nice. Ah, I've added this to my audition list. It's a good song. You know, yeah. she has. A, she does have a really awesome song later. It's not just like sad songs for Jenny. 
Jenny Sad Songs. <laughs> Jenny Sad Songs. <laughs> That's your audition binder. Yeah, Jenny Sad Jenny songs. songs. Honestly, I bet because I have like definitely a pirate Jenny in my audition binder. Like it's like I have a lot of Jennies. I feel like. Do I look like a Jenny? Yeah, I guess. What does a Jenny look like? I guess me. I'm not the the only. You know, you kind of do look like the only other Jenny I have ever known. My one of my best friends from. <laughs> From growing up, her sister, her little sister's name was Jenny. I gotta tell you something. Uh oh. So I gotta. Are you pregnant? No. Oh, Emily. <laughs> with God's baby. Um, <laughs> with the with the child of Christ. That's God, that's the only that's way that would happen. Um, so, I got I got sent a text the other day saying like, oh my gosh, I saw someone who looks just like you, and I'm like, oh really? And they sent me the picture, and this person was like. Fugly. Aww. And I'm like, what Wait, the fuck? Who sent you that? <laughs> now I need to know. I'll tell you later. Okay, okay fine. Okay, outside fine. the cathedral, Marty shows up one more time to try to convince Rebecca to call off the wedding. Call it off. Call it off. Call it off, Rebecca. And Rebecca considers it. Ooh. But Jenny, <laughs> bless her heart, she steps in and tells him to just let Rebecca go. Let it go. Let, let her go. go. She don't want to be with you. And Jenny's like, dude, like, back the fuck off. And he ends up agreeing. Yeah, I should probably back off. She's like, just go be happy. Somewhere and else. the wedding goes ahead as planned. Oh. So we've had our wedding. There has been a ceremony. After the wedding, everyone gets ready for the reception. And... Murray and Judy, so Rebecca and Jenny's parents, rejoice that their daughter is finally married. And Georgette, who is in despair because her son just got married to another woman. Oh my god, gross! (laughs) uh, She grabs George to head to the bar. Jenny is happy for her sister, but sad for herself. It's a little self-pity party. And Rebecca and Brian, now in a private room, are just glad that things went ahead as planned in the song A Perfect Ending. It was a perfect ending to a challenging beginning Stunning setting with a flawless pride Perfect ending for a beautiful beginning Boy, would you and no one die? Hey! Uh, But we're not at the end yet. Be a really short show. Oh, wait, there's more. Oh, wait, there's more. Meanwhile, Greg and Annie, the best man and maid of honor, co-maid of honor, interrupt the newlyweds alone time with champagne in hand to celebrate. Yay! Let me fuck this little special moment up for Question. you. Question. Yes. This is, is this a Jewish wedding? Sort it's of? Like, it's a mixed wedding. Okay, I was going to say, because the, in tradition, like the alone time between the bride and groom, tra- like, originally originally back in the day was to come consummation yeah. of the marriage so they're literally interrupting that traditional time of consummation <laughs> but like um that time nowadays is just for the bride and groom to be just alone so you're supposed to not fuck with them during that time that is so fucking rude i just thank you but, but they did they i showed just up. wanted to put my two cents in how rude they showed up with the champagne i do appreciate a good champagne though and they drink and it is revealed that Greg is actually a lover with Brian, oh. as well as Anna and Rebecca. Wait. Annie and Rebecca are together. Wait. What? <sighs> wait, wait, wait. Brian, who just got married Brian, to Rebecca. Brian. Brian is, is gay and Rebecca is, is lesbian. With, with the best man and Rebecca is lesbian with the 
co-maid of honor. Why did they get married? It's a very be each interesting question. Beards? What the hell? <laughs> Wait, I love that you forgot this about. <laughs> I, it's been a few weeks, yeah. and I got some shit going on. You know. Um. So that's revealed that those lovers are together. So they're all coupley, and who should walk in but Jenny and Albert? And they catch the two couples in the act. They're all doing it. Or they're I think they're just out? being coupley. They're not. I don't think oh, there's, being there's no consummation. Oh of my any. god, they really are each other's beards. <laughs> but Rebecca tries to explain to Jenny what's going on, but she's interrupted by Judy telling them the reception's about to start. Come to the reception. Rah! Oh, Judy. So now Jenny and Albert know know what's up. Okay. <laughs> you know when you buy a house, it's not called a uh, you consummate the closing. Ew. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> No one calls it that anymore. <laughs> they don't. Well, they never really started. It just like they were like, we're changing the word to you're going to consummate. And we're like, uh-huh. Uh, so we're at the reception and tensions, of course, are a little high because now Jenny knows the secret. Jenny knows their secret. And so Greg and Annie perform a garish song to their secret lovers, declaring their undying devotion under the pretense of having written it for the wedding in the song, Love You Till the Day. something like that it's just i can't remember how it goes off the top of my head and rebecca tries to talk to jenny again but she's interrupted by judy who says it's time for the father-daughter dance so rebecca like she's trying to talk to jenny because jenny literally just found out like took her out of the closet by accident yeah um but rebecca tries to not do the father-daughter dance because she needs to go talk to jenny but judy says jenny can use the dance to search for a husband um, and that finally sets Jenny off and she literally storms away. I'm like, I love that this is what pissed Jenny off. I'm like, of all the things? I'm like, I would have already been pissed off. Day. Like yeah. the piss off would have already happened. Anyways, but Judy follows Jenny and tries to see what's the matter while still giving her orders about details of the wedding. But Jenny has that just, she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. And she decides that she's tired of being pushed around and mocked, and she's going to have a quick fling and throw caution to the wind oh. in the song Jenny's Blues. Okay. The great big heap of something, something, something on the Okay, this is a kick-ass song. Jenny's Blues. So the whole stage, this is like Jenny on the stage. That's it. The lights have turned blue, kind of like under. Um, I like the chandelier has like turned blue and the under lights turned blue. So there's just like blue tones. And Jenny's in this like lacy blue teal and dress. And it's like a smoky lounge kind of song. Um, she goes, I'm going to get something, something, and a little extra on the side. So it's a show-stopping song. Mm-hmm. This is like the song that like was, I think, written for Lisa Howard. 
okay, it's awesome. But yeah, it's my favorite song. Marty comes in and she impulsive, impulsively kisses him. Ooh. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just like, Marty comes in and they kiss. Ah! <laughs> but, um... She runs off after she kisses him, but Marty follows her into the bathroom oh. and presses her to explain presses her <laughs> to explain why she kissed him. Oh man! But she denies that it's anything serious. It's just a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> but Marty continues pushing before letting it slip that he knew Rebecca was gay, and that's why he couldn't call Jenny back. He didn't trust himself not to tell her. Oh. And because he, um, he had promised Rebecca that he wouldn't tell oh, anyone. But he came to talk Rebecca out of getting married because he knew that she was lesbian. Well, he knew that he thought maybe there was a chance that maybe because I think she broke up with Marty because she was lesbian. So now that she's so now that she's marrying a man. Oh, Marty's like, oh, I wanted to think that Marty was a better person than this. Like, he's like, no, you can't marry a guy because you're lesbian. This is why I came to break up. The, like, I want to I wanna believe that he's a better guy than what he's really doing. No, I actually like this reason more because you can't, you can't do what you think you need to do. Oh. Maybe, maybe she thought that she was and then, I don't know, and then met a guy and then who cares? Like, right? So if he's like, no, it's like because I truly love you, not you're doing it wrong. Oh. You see the difference? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. But, like, if he knows who she is, like, really is, and she's not like, I'm bi, she's like, no, really, I'm lesbian. Yeah. But that then, would be a better reason to stop the wedding, I would think. If she's just, like, doing it to make other people happy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then, like, it's like a, it would have been a friendship, I don't know. I don't know, but then, like, they couldn't, like, reveal that, like, it, anyway, okay, yeah. I, I, I diverge. Anyways. Anyways. He then sends, oh, well, wait, maybe you're right, because I read this next sentence, and I forgot. Oh. <laughs> he then says that he never <laughs> loved Rebecca. Brilliant. I should be a dramaturg. He didn't actually love Rebecca. He loved Jenny. Oh. Funny he says this after she kisses him. It's like he didn't have the balls to say it before. Dude. And he continues saying that if she wants him. Oh, I hate that. Well, if you, if you want, want me, me. If you want it. He wants to start a romantic <sighs> relationship with her. Or whatever. Is that? <laughs> or whatever. In the song. Whatever. If whatever means that wasn't accidental If whatever means you want to hold my hand <laughs> Oh my god, I fucking that hate is that. not... I have, fucking hate that. That is not like a proposal for... for not a, like a marriage proposal, but that's not a good way to ask. Want to go out? It's if you want to do, do it. Do you want to go like, out? Like, the anxiety behind that, like, I don't know, do you? Uh, well, it's like, at that point, it's like, oh, well, I'm doing you a favor if it's you like, want to. Yeah, and it's it's like, in, like you know when you invite somebody to, to go out or something or to go to a party and you're like, you know, like, you can come if you want. That doesn't sound very convincing. No, it's like, I want you to come versus you can come if you want. You can want. come if you want. Yeah, no, the anxiety behind that is like, oh, <sighs> 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 I hate it. It's just like I don't like Marty. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like Marty's use of words. Maybe Marty's just an idiot. Maybe he's just an idiot. He's just an idiot. That's still not a good excuse. Because the two declare their feelings for each other and they kiss. This time consensually. (laughs) Albert comes in and says that Rebecca is about to tell Judy and Murray that she's gay. Because Albert, 
uh, like, had found out. Why is Albert getting involved? Well, in so this? Albert, no, Albert was like walked in with Jenny, so he right, saw so he it happen. So he's coming into Jenny and Marty to say, "Hey, Rebecca is about to come out of the closet. You maybe you should go out there." Oh, oh, and so I misheard you. They, Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm like I get it because this is there's a lot of people happening. So uh, Marty and Rebecca, Jenny run off to go find Rebecca. However, they don't realize is that Aunt Sheila, who we have forgotten about was also in the bathroom. Oh. Where she was hooking up with a busboy. Oh, my God, <laughs> Sheila. Get it. <laughs> and she has heard the whole thing. Oh. Like Sheila. Sheila's my part. <laughs> we just kind of forget that she exists and she's been She drunk. pops out with the... <laughs> she's like, oh, and you're like, aha. She pops out of the bathroom with the busboy between her legs. <laughs> cool. I love that, Sheila. I love that, where she's like, what was that? <laughs> Um, Brian and George, so Brian's, Brian and his dad, try to talk to Rebecca about, um, wait, so Brian and George. Yes. They're trying to talk Rebecca out of revealing her sexuality on the day of the wedding. So I guess George knows. Did you mean Greg? I think it's Greg. I think I I meant Greg. Greg. Yeah. Yeah. So Brian and Greg try to talk Rebecca out of revealing her sexuality on this day. And Jenny and Marty say, yeah, don't, that sounds like a terrible idea. But Rebecca says that she's tired of living a lie. Imagine Sierra Borges in this role. Yeah. (laughs) I'm tired of living a lie. Oh, my God. I love her. I am Christine. Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber says I'm perfect. Um, And she wants to be who she is and wants to be with whom she loves in the song a little bit less than. If I don't... She's pretty much just saying she doesn't want to be viewed a little bit less than. Do you see the uh, theme that we had seen earlier? Yes. Um, but Jenny hugs Rebecca and tells her that she is strong. And Judy and Murray come in to tell them that speeches are about to begin. And so Rebecca tries to get the nerve to tell them, but That's not how she weddings work. chickens out. Aww. I'm like, I've been where, like, suddenly somebody comes in and be like, we're going to do speeches. Let's go. Let's go. Because uh. at that point, they're not the dais, right? They're what? They're not the dais, the, the table. What's a dais? That's the Jewish table, I'm pretty sure. That's uh. where, like, you sit. I don't like up top, and okay. then everyone sees you eating. Okay, I your, didn't know there was a word for it. Cool. The dais. Um, okay, so she chickens out. She doesn't tell anyone, but then the rest of the family comes in, including Aunt Sheila, Meh. who drunkenly announces that Rebecca is gay. Bitch! I do not like Sheila. Which is to the delight of Georgette, who then also Brian confesses his sexuality. Which, again, to the delight of Georgette. She's like, oh, my God, I wished for a <laughs> yeah, gay son. Yeah, a gay son. Oh, my God, Georgette. Um, you know I'd be cast as Georgette, too. <laughs> Waspy. Yeah, totally in I love with so my funny. son. Sure. Damn. So Judy and Murray are shocked by this whole thing and demand an explanation for why they went through with the wedding. So Brian and Rebecca explain that they both met in college, and when they found out that each other were gay, they became close friends. And um, 
they, along with Annie and Greg, hit 30 and they realized they were broke. And I don't know if you know about those tax write-offs. And Brian remembered that he had a trust fund in his name from his grandfather's will. Oh. However, the stipulation was that he had to be married to a woman, so he convinced Rebecca to marry him. Oh. And then guess what? Rebecca is also pregnant. The fuck? With Brian's child. They had they had sex? There was a period when she struggled with her sexuality and she had Brian had a drunken fling. Okay. <laughs> you get, if you have sex, you die. You get pregnant, <laughs> you get and, pregnant you and you die. <laughs> Obviously. Just don't have sex. Take a take a rubber. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and after they get over the shock, Annie and Greg uh, and then Annie and Greg accepted that this had happened and that they're having a baby together. Uh, they all decided to raise the child together. Oh, a little polyamorous family. A little, well, I guess it's like two couples. Two with, couples so together. So it's like two moms and two dads. Yeah. But the moms are together and the dads are together. That's that's a sweet family dynamic. Yeah. I like that. One child. One child. So All to the, love. the delight of Rebecca and Brian, both of their parents are accepting of the sexuality. It was very... That was easy. Not dramatic. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Judy and Murray are overjoyed that they have a, are going to have a grandchild. Aww. And Georgette and George take glee in the fact that uh, Brian's grandfather, a racist homophobe, <laughs> would have hated it. <laughs> Yay! Fuck you, Grandpa. Yay. I mean, because at that point, I guess who's in charge of the the whole thing. Yeah. But the wedding isn't over. Uh-oh. Even though it said it was over like <laughs> 10 but, minutes ago. But wait, there's more? <laughs> yes, there's more. Uh, Marty proposes to Jenny. The fuck you just kissed in the bathroom yeah, for two saying seconds. he has been in love with her his whole life. Because he never loved Rebecca. But Jenny says it's too soon because she's the sensible one. Good. And they hadn't, they never even dated. I don't think you can go back and turn back the time after a proposal like that. That's icky. I don't like it. But then Judy, Jenny's mom, convinces Jenny, saying that she should go for it if she truly loves Marty. Because remember, Judy just wanted Jenny to get married this whole time. Yeah. And she says that love isn't about fairy tales. It takes time. It involves taking risks and having little moments to make a relationship come together. In the song, What They Never Tell You. Here's what they never tell you You never really know You get a feeling, feel a something Take a breath and go There's no big crazy moment Instead it's bit by bit You'll make him laugh, he'll make you soup The shoe begins to fit And what they never tell you You choose if he's the one so she's pretty much just like, do it anyways. Yep. But but it will take time. But do it anyways, because there hasn't been time. But do it anyways. Um, and then Jenny and Marty both admit they have flaws, but they love each other, so it doesn't matter. In the song, perfect whatever reprise. <laughs> perfect slash whatever reprise. That's what I think is funny. I'm like, whatever. 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 So Jenny says that she can't get married because she doesn't have a dress. But Albert, bless his heart. He says he has it covered and hurries her off to get ready. Oh, my God. Albert. So it takes her off stage. What? He's just like, well, because remember he said, like, there's been a lot of things and nothing shocks me and there's always a ceremony. Technically, there's already been a ceremony, but, you know. Um, but then in the spur of the moment, all these quick weddings, Brian proposes to Greg. Aw. And then Rebecca to Annie. 
but y'all are married. You have to get divorced first, technically. I guess technically at this point it's like annulled. You can like a... You just don't send in the marriage license then. Yeah. Okay. Just rip up the marriage license. Exactly. Okay. And then they all hurry off to make a triple ceremony. Okay. Um, So with both sets of parents now alone together, they reflect over the events of the day and the two mothers put aside their differences because they are becoming a family. Oh. Yay. In the song, That's Family. So you think your daughter's going to marry a guy All you plan to do that day is stand there and cry She wears your dress, she wears your pearls And then she says she's pregnant and she sleeps with girls But am I surprised? That's family And then Jenny emerges in her wedding dress And Judy says, you look beautiful and Marty, ha- Marty happily, Marty, Marty happily agrees, and the two are married in the song finale. Let's renew the celebration. Oh, we don't have to. Okay. Cause our daughter's getting married, and her best friend's getting married, and our daughter's getting married, and her girlfriend's getting married, and our son is getting married, and his boyfriend's getting married. Once again, love has carried. It should have been you. Should have been you. Loving you. I always wanted this. Dude, that was a big whirlwind of... That's a lot of stuff to happen in one day. <sighs> in, uh, in 90 minutes. <laughs> I hope to God that's not what happens at my wedding. I just want a 20, maybe like a 15-minute ceremony, and then we're just going to go get drunk. I mean, are you and Christy involved? And should we know about it? Nah. Okay. But James's best man is Greg. I mean, so... But it's his cousin, too, so <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. We are in the South. <laughs> uh, we're not in Arkansas. Ew. I'm like, so really, but then if you and James yeah. happen, well, you know, you. Are you going to say that I'm pregnant yes, anyway? Yeah, I was so, going to say okay, that. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not. Side note, I'm not. So, yeah. It just can't happen that way. No, I just love that that's what your card said. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to come back and record the next time and be like, okay, so the card was right. And my <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's Can not you true. imagine as you like uh, chug this As I chug this thing. Like, this I had are... five alcohols last night. This okay, is, that well, would not if, be good. Okay, well, I'm not going to say that. If, <laughs> if there was any chance of it, maybe no matter. God. So... <laughs> No, alcohol's not going to kill it, fetus. It's just going to make it not great, I well, guess. I don't know. Maybe it's from last night there was conception. Nah. We fell asleep. Because <laughs> we're old. <laughs> no, we had to watch Stranger Things first, though. Anyway. They're not even married yet. We're an old couple. Okay, this wine is really gross. Uh, maybe I'm you should get something better really for the next really struggling recording. with it. I keep trying to drink it. It's just but like... You know what we don't struggle with? 
our patrons. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like we might struggle with. Okay, them a well, bit. today we're not struggling with our patrons. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you, patrons. <laughs> thank you, patrons. If you'd like to join our patrons, you can join them at Patreon.com/slash Wines and Dolls. Um, but if you would like to support us in other ways, you can support us by uh, following this podcast anywhere you're listening to it. And if you are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can scroll down and press the furthest star to the right and leave us a review. Very nice. Thank Guess you. what? Did I tell you? I told you this, right? Chicken butt. Um, no. What? I had that for lunch. Um, <laughs> um we're on iHeartRadio now. You did tell me that. Well, technically we'll be on it tomorrow, but by the I've time never listened off, to anything on iHeartRadio. I was just but like, cool. yeah, we're on iHeartRadio. I'm still working on Stitcher, though. Stitcher somehow got all messed up. Um, so, I don't even know what that is, but yay. Good. Awesome. So I'm just like, mm, listen to us maybe more places. And yes, please like actually write us a review. We'd really appreciate it. It helps us in the algorithms. And you know, I've been thinking about doing a giveaway. What do you want to give away? Stakers. Say what do we have to give away? So let's say this: if you are, if you leave us a review, if you leave us a review and five stars, and you screenshot it and send it to us at Wines and Dolls on Instagram, the first ten people who do that will get a sticker. Yay! Yay! That's that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. That's what I'm gonna do. Do you this have our, stickers? Yes. Okay. This is our giveaway. Don't question me about right. stickers. No, I think I have some stickers. I know. If you didn't. I know we have stickers. I have some <laughs> buttons. I have some buttons too. Oh, you know what? Okay, so first ten people get. Well, I don't buttons? know if I have ten buttons. Okay, we'll figure it out. Um, first giveaway, yay! Yay! But if you, in the meantime, go ahead and follow us on the social medias at Wines and Dolls. And if you have any listener stories, please send them to us at winesanddolls at gmail.com, as well as anything else that you would like to send to us. We'd appreciate it. And to find all that information, find it at winesanddolls.com and links to direct whatever. You get it. My voice hurts. And with that, I'm Chelsea. I'm Emily. And this has been Wines and Dolls. Bye. Bye.